What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 1, or just Episode 14 of Patrick and Tucker's Power Hour. I'm one of your hosts, Tucker Scamlin, and here to my left, or to your right, is... Were you about to say Patrick Dieterlin? I was about to say that I was Patrick, <laughs> yes. I'm very I would have played along. I would have played yeah, along. You would have been, um, been uh, Tucker for the day? Yeah, I'm, I'm Patrick, everybody. Uh, it's funny that you should say season two or episode 14 because Andrew Briggs, shout out, um, asked me yesterday if it, we were doing seasons or something like that. And I made the executive decision that we weren't. Mm-hmm. So doesn't really make I, sense to. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about that, but because we'd be a two seasoner, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know why you do two seasons. Cause then it just makes it seem like you sucked after one. Right. Um, so how you been Tucker? It's been, when did we record the last one? It's been at least a fortnight, Patrick. That's maybe even an apex. <laughs> What's an apex? And it's like uh, Apex Legends is a battle royale game on the Nintendo Switch. Mm. You know, one thing I did do over break, um, winter break. Didn't play um, video games, did you? No, I did. Oh. I play, play a lot of video games. Um, I got Fortnite on my phone. Oh, mobile gamer. And uh, for all those out there who don't know, I have an Android phone. Um, and I hooked up an Xbox controller, which you can do with an iPhone now. I believe you can Wow. You can use Xbox or PS4 controllers. And you just raked in wins? Um, well, not only that, but I played with um, my friends on PS4. And it was like, you know, it's like I was shooting Womp Rats back home. That's a Star Wars reference, but you wouldn't understand. That. Yep. Um, but it was, it was just like playing on PS4, but I was on my phone. It was crazy. Hmm. It's crazy how far mobile gaming has come. I wanted to play a lot of video games over break, but Addison, my girlfriend practically stole my switch. Oh yeah. For... I got, uh, I got the new Pokemon. Oh, no. I got Pokemon shield and, uh, Pokemon is a game that I didn't know that she played when she was younger. Mm. Um, but she played Diamond when she was younger. Wow. Of Gen if 5. Pokemon. OG Pokemon fan. Yeah. And that's <laughs> that's the only other Pokemon that I've ever played, too. Really? Um, I, I guess I played emulators of, like, Leaf Green, but I didn't really right. feel attached to them. Um, but, like, I play, I probably had, like, four or 500 hours in Diamond and Did Pearl. Did you ever do the underground mining? All the time with my friends. Oh, I I have a distinct memory of doing the underground mining and having my own little mine house. Yep. Same. And said you could set traps for your mm-hmm. friends and they'd try to come into your house and they'd just get trapped and you'd be like, haha, you fell for my trap. And they'd be like, you spent so much money on that. And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> um, but I wanted to play a lot of Shield and then uh-huh. um, my, my girlfriend stole my Switch from me. Right. Uh, and she logged about 35 hours over break. 35 hours. And I logged maybe at most 10 to 15. No, were you playing on the same profile? Uh, no, you can have as many profiles as you want on right. the Switch. Yeah. So right now I have three on my Switch, one for me, one for her, and then one for my Nuzlocke that I'm going to be starting Dude, soon. I love Nuzlocke's. I'm about to be doing my own. Yeah. They're, it's a great time. Also very stressful if you take it seriously. So um, stressful. I mean, they're they're stressful even if you don't because they're just hard. Right. And I'm not very good at Pokemon. I learned that. Uh, oh, yeah. I learned that it's very apparent because you don't calculate EV levels. N- I don't know what those are. I don't really either. But it's like it's like meta stats. I know that water beats fire. 
but that's, pretty much along man, anything past that is confusing. That's what's great about Pokemon is that's all you need. That's all you need to know. As long as your opponent's got a fire type and you got a water type, <laughs> you are going to beat them. Right. I um have not gotten the new Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Um and I might get it with something that I won yesterday. I won a twenty dollar eShop gift card. From my apartment complex. On oh yeah, Instagram. you're always tagging me in those yeah. things. Um, I won one. Yesterday. Congratulations! Isn't that great? Twenty dollars. I don't know what to buy. I got to tell you, uh, that th- I I understand why they're doing the whole tagging people in that thing. Uh huh. It, it, it has made me not only not want to live in their apartment buildings, uh-huh. but it has made me resent and hate that company. That's fair. So I don't think it's doing their intended goal. Right. Um. That doesn't mean I'm gonna stop. No, I know. I figure um, because I want to win more. But it's interesting that that had that effect on you. Um, not surprising though. Mm-hmm. You seem like that kind of person. Um, I'm probably that kind of person as well. But I have some other news for you, Tucker. I learned yesterday that I was um, selected to um, be a production runner. Oh, at the final four in Atlanta. That's awesome, Patrick. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. So late March, you boys driving down to Atlanta. Going to work the final four. That'll be really fun. Yeah. Um, How'd you know that gig? I applied. It's like through the media school. They had mm-hmm. like a, because um, CBS does the final four and Jake and Cade works with CBS. It's like a partnership that they have. Um and so, yeah, I applied and got in somehow. I also may be going to Las Vegas in April. Um, Interesting. For the, the National Association of Broadcasters Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? It's, it's basically a conference where, like, um, it's like a tech conference and, like, um, like broadcast where they have like broadcasting equipment, like unveils and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, Sony has a partnership with IU where they send out some people to work their like booth and talk about nerd stuff. And I was nominated and may end up being selected. Not sure yet. I think I learn about that next week. Awesome. So yeah, things are filling up. A lot of things are coming up. Patrick. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, Patrick, What's up, Tucker? I bought a hat, and then it came in not as I ordered it. Oh, no. Is it the hat you're wearing? No. I would be wearing the hat that I ordered if it came in as I ordered it. But I sent a message to the company, and uh, they have not replied yet. Interesting. So things are coming up, Tucker, too. So <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the hat? I bought, I went on this uh, Etsy site that just does custom hats, and I bought two. One says Ham Apologist mm-hmm. in Old West font. That one is correct. Right. And then the other one was supposed to say Lasagna Denier in the Star Wars font, but instead of D-E-N-I-E-R, they did D-E-N-N-E-R. So it's... Lasagna Denner. <laughs> which isn't what I ordered. <laughs> So I sent them a picture and was like, hey, guys, you messed up my hat, and I paid money for this. Mm-hmm. And I sent them that when I got it three days ago. And uh, 
they haven't emailed me back about the hat, but they've emailed me back two other times being like, you should buy more from our shop. Right. Don't you hate that? Yes. I want, I want my hat. Like I ordered it. How long, like how long did it take to get here? Like when you week and a half. Cause they're custom, they're custom embroidered. So, right. It took like three days for them to be embroidered and then they were ground shipping from LA. Oh yeah. Takes a long time to ground from LA. Mm-hmm. Well, I am thoroughly thrilled to hear how that ends up. Do you like your ham apologist hat? I do. I've made friends from it. That really? was the goal of these hats is I feel like I want to make more friends. Really? You feel yeah. like you don't have enough friends? I don't think you can ever have enough. Right. I just love the joy of seeing people I know out and about. Right. It is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had an existential crisis because now I work the closing shift on Sunday nights. And at, nobody's there. Dude, I was the saddest I've ever been on Sunday <laughs> night at the media, at the RTV but, checkout. But working Sundays is the best because you can park anywhere. You can, mark my words, Tucker Scanlon, mm-hmm. you can park on the circle right there. Patrick, TV. can I tell you something? You can. Can I tell you something? Please. That's what people thought last semester. Uh-huh. And then parking enforcement came by three weekends in a row and gave out tickets. Really? Nobody does it anymore. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know what I've done a couple times this semester already? Wow, they didn't they haven't done it this semester? No. Yeah, they came by like three weekends in a row and just handed out tickets in the circle. On and Sunday? On Sunday. I remember oh. because I was working and uh, I would always replace uh Lydia. And I was mm-hmm. like, Hey Lydia. Are you parked in the circle? And she'd be like, no, why? And i go, okay, good. They gave out tickets again today. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Wow. So if you're parking on the in the circle at RTV, um, be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. If there's a parking person, just like go be like, hey, man, does, don't give me a ticket, please. And most of the time, I found that they still give you the ticket. Um. But who knows? Maybe you'll get lucky. How have you been, Tucker? You know, I've been. I'm tired. I haven't seen you much this semester. Yeah. I thought that this would be a less busy semester. Right. Because I'm in less stuff. Yeah. I quit my fraternity entirely. Really? Fully. Wow. Left every group chat. Uh, pretty much told them to never contact me. Cut off all communications with But the house everybody. you're living in is not a fraternity house. It, no, it it's, is, it's, it's not an annex. It's not connected. It's a group of people who are in the fraternity. It just, it just so happens have, that all of us gotcha. were in the fraternity okay. at one point or another. All right. Are your roommates still in? Are housemates still in the fraternity? Two are. Interesting. One is alumni status and uh, two of us are inactive and then two are still active members. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So you got the fraternity off your plate. Yep. Are you taking less classes? Yep, I'm only in 14 credit hours. Nice. I feel Instead like of my usual 15. Yeah, I feel like 18. you've been in a lot recently. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, writing for not too late is always my the biggest thing on my plate. Right. Um, but I'm in TV pilot writing, which is stressful because. Last semester for feature film writing, you had to write mm-hmm. a lot more, but I knew what my idea was, so it was a lot easier to write. Right. This semester, I'm still developing my idea, so right. it's so much harder to yeah. write. So that's stressful. And then uh, 
I'm last semester I only worked like eight hours a week, mm-hmm. and this semester um, because of necessity, at the lab I'm now working like sixteen hours a week. Right. Uh, so that's adding a little bit, and then uh, my other two classes aren't bad. But yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm just tired. Right. You but could like, probably tell in my eyes. Yeah. You have very tired eyes. Susan, yeah, Susan Kelly last week in class was like, Tucker, how are you? And I was like, Susan knows. She can tell. And I was like, I'm doing fine, Susan. She's like, really? You look tired. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I am, Susan. I'm on this, I'm on this medication. Um, yeah. It's a neurological medication. And uh, it's, uh, it's got a nickname called Dopamax. Oh, because it's called Topamax normally. And uh, that's because it's known for making you extremely drowsy for your first three months of taking it. Uh, uh, regardless of what you do. Um, which month are you in right now? One. Wow. Two more months. Mm-hmm. So you can't do anything about that? <laughs> no. It also destroys your appetite to the point where, uh, like, yesterday and the day before, I ate 800 calories, and I felt sick to my stomach after eating that many. Really? I Like, I felt disgusting. Interesting. And so I'm just, uh, I'm waiting for the tiredness to pass. Right. And I have some days, like, uh, last week, I think it was last Wednesday, for some reason, I had all the energy in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. And today, I'm just, I slept eight and a half hours last night. Right. Actually, no, I woke up really early in the morning. I don't know why. I just did. Yeah. I think I was stressed about the lack of sleep I've been getting. <laughs> That's ironic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and uh, I woke up at eight, or I woke up at like six in the morning, and uh, I just... I'm just tired. I think that's yeah. what this comes down to. You're just tired? Yeah. After this, I'm going to go home. I'm going to take a warm shower. I'm going to uh, very quickly upload the entire episode to Rundown Creator mm-hmm. after I finish writing it. Right. I'm going to run back here. At what, first, I got to get dressed. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to run back here, sit through an hour and 15 minute class, run to RTV, tape not too late. Right. And then I'm probably going to go home, finally play the new Smash character, uh-huh. and then go to bed. So do you feel like you're going to be able to do not too late? Like, yeah. well? Yeah. Today? Yeah. And for the next two and a half months? I think so. Yeah? I think I will. I'm clutch. My energy right. will be back. Yeah. I'll get a second wind. Um, Susan's class always energizes me mm-hmm. because I get super excited about writing. Because right. I love writing. And the energy of being at not too late will get me excited. Mm-hmm. Um Assuming people laugh at my jokes. Yeah. If people don't laugh, it might be a different story. I'm interested to see how many people will be there. I'm hoping more. I Well, I don't know about this first episode because mm-hmm. I don't know how many people have been promoting it. But right. I think eventually it'll become more. Yesterday there was somebody who was um, looking. They were early to a WIUX um, meeting and we were still in like... Andrew, Ellie, and I were still chilling in the e-board aftermath um, after our meeting, and we were just chatting, and um, we talked to her a little bit. You know, 
I had to plug the live audience. Mm -hmm. So I'm expecting to see her there. I think her name was Molly. Not sure. Molly. Yeah. Molly, if you're not there, I'm going to be really sad. Yeah. Um, Ethan Hamilton will be there. Really? Yes, he will. That's exciting. He's very excited. Ethan Hamilton misses it. Mm -hmm. He misses it. He's got the passion. Have you thought about having somebody else write the script? Yes, I have. Do you... So it's going to get kind of confusing as we go through this semester, and especially next semester, like the separation of host, writer, showrunner. Yes. You know, like all of those are you right now. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, have you thought about like how you're going to do that? Have you already done it? Like to I haven't separate done it. those? I haven't done it and that's on me. Um, I... I have so many things, and the one thing that I don't have is time, and that's the thing that I need most in every juncture, Um, and it's the thing that I seem to be running the most out of, Mm -hmm. and being put on this medication couldn't come at a worse amount or worse time because now I need to sleep a lot more to be my my best self, to write the best, to be the funniest, Um, because I don't know if you've ever tried to just do anything when you're extremely tired or fatigued, but you always do it worse. Right. Like... Unless you're like slap happy tired. Sometimes you can be really you know? funny when you're slap happy right. tired. But like like I I did an assignment last week when I was just exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up on Wednesday when I was like wide awake that day that for some reason I shed all this energy. And I read the assignment and I was like, this is <laughs> this is atrocious. I yeah. was going to turn this in. <laughs> and I redid the entire thing better in 10 minutes. Yeah. And I was just like disgusted with the work I had done. And I was just like, I, I, my conscious being thought that this was okay to turn mm. in. And so like last night I was in bed at 10 o'clock and I could not fall asleep. I could not. And I was exhausted. Yeah. Mentally, physically, emotionally, gamerly, right. grammarly. Right. Sponsored by Grammarly, by the way. Yeah. You use Grammarly? I do. I should probably use that. I got, um, my first essay, we had to write like short essays in my history class. My first essay, I got 59.7 points out of 60 points. I thought you were going to say 59.7%. Now it's about to be like, Patrick, you know, that is does. bad. Everybody does. Um, but that's okay. You want to know what I got points off of? Grammar. The point three points, grammar and spelling. And I think it was because I used contractions. Um and I'm, you know, PSA, I'm hot take. Contractions are pretty chill. I yep. like them. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm going to stop using them because I like yep. me some contractions. One thing about me is that I write everything as it's spoken. Right. Um, which isn't a good thing to do if you're writing academically. True. But I, you know what? Yeah. We're preaching to the choir because we both agree. I, I mean, like, come on now. All everybody in academia who like who don't like contractions because mm-hmm. of some reason that I can't think of are just like grumpy boomers. I said it. I said it, Tucker. If you're a millennial out there and you don't like contractions for whatever reason, boomer, boomer. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off like that. 
See, yeah, I because I sent my script, my emo war script to Kate Howersberger because she wanted to read it. Mm-hmm. And uh, her first, she hasn't told me any other comment aside from, I think it was literally that I used too many contractions. Really? And I was like, I don't care. Like in the dialogue or like? Yeah, in the dialogue. She's like, I'm going to do a grammar edit of your script. And I was like, okay. And I didn't want to be like, I didn't ask. Like, right. my my ask was, I, I don't care what people think grammatically of my script. Now, if I'm about to send it to like a major motion picture company, right? then yes, I'm going to get a grammar editor. Yeah. But if I'm sending it to a friend mm-hmm. and you're not a professional grammar editor, I'm sending it to you curious about the content. Right. What do you it think about the story? Sense. What do you yeah. think about the characters? Yeah. Do you enjoy it? But all she had to say was, you use contractions too much. Mm. And I was like, why did I send it to you if that's all you're going to give me? It was just one of those moments where I was like, okay, I guess I'll just send it to somebody else for comments. Right. Because that's literally the only comment she's given me. And she gave me the contractions comment three days ago. When did you send it to her? Like two weeks ago? A week ago? I'd be interested to read it. You want to read it? Yeah. I'm in uh, I'm in uh, an independent study right now editing it. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. How does that work? Technically, it's not for credit. It was originally going to be for credit, but the university is not letting us do it for credit this semester. But um, every, every three weeks, I get together with... Um, Kennedy Mangus, mm-hmm. Mitch, right, and Caitlin. Okay, and we all get together. We all have read each other's scripts, and then over a nice three-hour-long dinner with appetizers, dessert, uh, we just converse about each other's scripts. Just appetizers and dessert. Did you throw in an entree? Entree, maybe. Okay, maybe some side dishes. Cool. Um, and we just converse about each right. other's scripts. What we think worked, what we think didn't work. That sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a book club, but for writing. Mm-hmm. It's a book club. Well, you wrote the book. <laughs> I need to. I need to get with Mitch because he um, edited one of my projects for directing, and I want to see it. Because if it's good, then I'm going to submit it to montage. Montage. Yeah. Um. So Tucker, I we've been apart for so long. It's been. Um, it's been. A bit. However, I did think about you a couple days ago. Oh. Because I walked into my bathroom. Oh. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> and it it was smelling a little stale in my bathroom. Are you saying that I smell stale, Patrick? No. All right. No. And you know what the first thing I thought of was? This place needs a candle. No. Absolutely not. This place needs a gel. This place needs a gel. This place needs a gel. This place needs a magical frosted forest. Really? Yeah. In January? Yeah. Late January? Yeah, dude. It's it's not spring until Easter. Hot take. Hmm. See, now, right now, I'm rocking, uh, I think I'm rocking... Oak Lavender. They got new gels in at Yankee. Oh, and yeah. I bought some candles, too, of the Spring Scent Collection. Yeah. What's your what's your favorite scent? I can't remember what it's called, but I just call it Grandma's Easter. Because oh. it smells like my grandma's house at Easter. It right. has a little bit of like a... It's earthy, but it's got some sweetness in it. That sounds fun. It's really nice. Yeah. 
And all the colors are these nice pastels, so aesthetically they're very pleasing. Mm-hmm. I recommend you go. Uh, yeah, I should go. We, I, should, we should go together sometime. We should. Yeah. The lady, oh my, I, it was, remember when we went and it was that one girl who was like I, being sassy to me? I can't forget. And it was her. Really? And she said, welcome back. That was the first thing she <laughs> said to me when I walked in. And I was like, is that a good thing? Yeah, Patrick, I'll ask you this. Because my roommates were arguing, is it a good thing or a bad thing? That an employee at a Yankee Candle, when I walk in, says, welcome back. Is that good? Because that's like a flex that I'm recognizable enough that I come back in and they're like, oh, this guy's back. Or is it bad that I've been there so frequently and so often that Mm -hmm. they're like, it's this guy again? I would say, without a doubt, it's a great thing. Thank you. I I don't think being recognized could be a bad thing. I mean, OJ Simpson's pretty recognizable. Yeah, but he's he's doing fine. Probably. Right? There are a lot Casey Anthony's recognizable. Is she though? I know what she looks like. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't. I feel like she's got brunette hair. Is that accurate? Yes, she does. That's all I got. It's been a hot minute since I've seen She tried to stay out of the spotlight quite a bit. Right. Um But she's having another kid soon. Really? Wow. <laughs> Stay tuned to Patrick and Tucker's Power Hour as we follow the Casey Anthony. Guy, I'm saying to parenting. I'm saying to Casey Anthony Jr. is good luck. Um, <laughs> so, so you get recognized. What I mean? Did you agree that that's a good thing? I think I think it's a good thing. Um, maybe I do spend a little bit too much time and money at Yankee Candle. I was there for probably like 45 minutes, mm-hmm. uh, smelling all the scents. The girl would come up. She remembered my scent profile. She knows that I like earthy with a little. Right. She knows that I like earthy scents. I like it. Mm-hmm. But I also like clean scents, which is a really weird mixture. Right. Um, because oftentimes those are classified on the opposite end of the spectrum mm-hmm. because clean scents are usually something that you'd find indoors. Just like colors, they complement each other, you know? Mm-hmm. It's compliments. Because it's like when you think earthy, you don't always think of clean. Like when I think of earthy, I think camping. Right. But when I think of, when I think of clean, I think of like- Lysol. I was going to say like fresh laundry. Yeah. Like linens. Right. But you never think- of both those things at once, but every once in a while you find a scent that can just mm-hmm. capture both of them. Right. Or you get an earthy scent that still has the warmth of being clean, mm-hmm. like Magical Frosted Forest. I would argue Pink Sands is kind of in there because I feel like even though Pink Sands isn't camping, right? Pink Sands, I see, I don't smell the outdoors in Pink Sands. Really? I agree that Pink Sands is a very clean scent, but to me, Catching Rays is what Pink Sands wants to be. Really? Because Catching Rays still has the clean and the outdoorsy. Right. I feel, I feel beach ball when I- You feel beach ball? Beach ball. When beach I, ball. When I smell Pink Sands. Catching Rays is another gel that they just got. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Smells great. Yeah. But it is so powerful. I turned it on for 45 minutes and I was cooking downstairs. Mm-hmm. And then while it was cooking, I could smell it over the food that was in my nose. Nice. I stuck the food in that's my a, nose. It's a good, it's a good scent. Um, we, uh, have about six candles right now, um, that we're burning through mm. not non-gel, just straight up candles, um, that we've, you know, got from, Various places. We got a candle from my apartment complex. And you're a Woodwick guy, right? Um, yeah, I enjoy it. Is it, Olivia the Woodwick person? Yeah. Yeah, she's um, the Woodwick fan. But like, you know, if there's a good scent that's a normal wick, I'm 
I'm chill. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need the crackling. We lit all of them at the same time and put them on our coffee table. And that smell was very interesting. Patrick? Yeah. I'm going to call you a few names. Okay. Wasteful. Wasteful. Got it. Foolish. Right. Rambunctious, but not in a, not in a cute way. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Why would you do that? Very That's... few scents complement each other, but six scents at once? Right. Um, you have to be a, what's a sommelier? Here's the wine my person. rationale. Candles. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, candles are fun to light. With more candles, you can light more. But Patrick, you know what you should do then? What? Get plain wax. Yeah. And then aesthetically. That's what I said. After after we realized that it smelled really bad. Because those things are so cheap. Those things are mm-hmm. plain plain wax. First off, just buy those on Amazon. You can get like a 20 pack for like two bucks. Right. And then you have plain wax candles. Those are fun to light too. And yeah. they do the exact same thing. Then you don't waste precious scent. Right. It's a good idea. I thought you had respect for Yankee. <laughs> I mean, not all of them were Yankee. I thought you had respect for the candle game. Zach okay. Alexander. Is that Zach there. Alexander? Should what is bring, he doing? Should we flag him down? You want to bring him in? You want to, yeah. You want to come in? Bring him in. Bring him in. Zach I think Alexander. He's, I think he's coming in. Come on down. Come on down, Zach. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're uh, if you're just in. now tuning in, Zach Alexander has entered the booth. Going up over to that mic. Zach Alexander is. I can only be here for like five minutes. He can only be here for five minutes. That's all we need with. With little boy Zach. Little yeah. boy Zach. Or big boy Zach, depending on how he feels in the morning. What's up, Zach? Not much. Was that a morning oh wood joke, Patrick? What? <laughs> you say big boy Zach, depending on how he is in the morning? Is that what I said? <laughs> I mean... I think, why say shh? Is that... Patrick, did you just... Did I just hear a morning wood joke from Patrick? That's how you want to take it. Hey, what do you get when you mix onions and beans? Bunions. Tear gas. Oh. What? Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. I got you. I liked my joke. That was. To be honest with you, I didn't even hear it. Bunions. Oh, the bunions part. Bunions. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I thought we were talking about the wow. uh, the other one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Did you? You know, we had a we had we had two different breast milk jokes for the show this week. Yeah. And they made us get rid of one uh, because they thought that two were too many. Really? Because both of them were pro drinking breast milk as an adult. Interesting. Who got rid of them? Uh, I wanted to keep... Well, so one of them was written by Hojip, and then the other one, the setup was written by Layton, and then I changed the punchline to be about breast blick. So so the first one the first one is about... Um, in Uganda, there's this big practice where like grown men now are all drinking breast milk. Uh-huh. Um, and the, the punchline is, reminds me of Mama's Cooking. Um, okay. Yeah, which is pretty good. And then um, Leighton, there was another story uh, that Leighton brought up, and uh, it was about how a two-month-old baby died because its mom uh, was breastfeeding it while on meth, and it died of uh, the breast milk because it was right toxic because of the meth. Uh-huh. And, uh, wow. and the joke was, what a way to go. Well, what? no, it, well, it was, <laughs> it, well, it was death by breast milk. What a way to go. And, uh, and. Okay, that's, that's better than just saying what a way to go. Yeah, what a way to go. But, um, <laughs> but 
the original joke that Layton had was just like this story only makes sense because it was Indi- because it was in Indiana, mm. which like is fine. Yeah. Um, and then I off the cuff changed it to death by breast milk. What a way to go! And everybody's like, we love that joke. We love Hojip's joke. Do we need two jokes that are very pro drinking breast milk as an adult? And then we had a discussion about it, and then the answer was no. See, Tucker, I don't know how you come down on this, but I feel like. Every joke should be, like, judged individually. Like, is this joke a funny joke? Right. I and I I agree with that, but you have to look at the whole sometimes. If you you because the sum of the parts is the whole. Yeah, but I feel like you can. I mean, do you think both of those jokes are funny enough to be on the show? I'd have to hear the first one again in a um in a proper cadence. Do you just want to hear it right now? But uh, sure, yeah. Husbands drinking their wives' breast milk is becoming a trend in parts of Uganda and seems to be spreading to other parts of Eastern Africa. When asked why he does it, one husband answered that it reminds him of mama's cooking. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's funny. You don't think that's funny? No. But you think mine is funny? I think yours is funnier, but. What a way to go. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that'd be a good way to, you know, if you threw in another off the cuff about breast milk. You could have a breast milk motif throughout the news jokes. Now I kind of want to <laughs> Now I kind of want Now I kind of want to oh put it back my. in. Now I kind of want to put you. it back in. Um, um speaking of news jokes, so that's something that I think I'm going to start doing this semester, looking over those before we put those into prompter. Mm-hmm. Um why is that? Just to, you know, just some quality assurance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like this, there's, a, there's a joke this week that Martine wrote that everybody loved, but I don't really exactly feel comfortable telling. Really? Because it's the punchline is me being like, I have a sex tape with the victim of this crime. <laughs> Interesting. Or, yeah. And I'm not fully comfortable reading that. And then Sebastian was like, well, I'll come on and read it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because we still haven't really figured out the whole thing because like, the way that I originally envisioned the co-host was like um, Conan and Andy. Okay. So like he's in a very supplemental role. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've talked to Sebastian about it a few times and he has very different visions. Okay. Um, and we're still trying to figure it out. Like he wants to do like more of a weekend update type news joke thing where he wants to tell half the news jokes. Mm-hmm. And, like, we really haven't reached a common ground on that. We're still discussing it. We can't really get it figured well, out. What do you mean supplemental role? Um, or, no, sorry, complimental. Com- yeah, okay. compliment. He compliments me versus he's supplemental. How do, you, how do you envision him being on the show? Like, do you imagine him being, like, you know, every once in a while he chimes in and is like, hey. Yes, secondary. It's like, oh, Tucker, your tie is weird. Yeah, I don't. I I don't. I I envision it being that, and and I hate saying this because it sounds conceited or selfish, but I think the best formula that late night shows have is the host is the main, and then the co-host chimes in occasionally. In your perfect world, would you like? deliver a news joke and then like call to Sebastian for like a comment being like, Sebastian, what do you think about breast milk? Like, 
Yeah, is in, that, in, is that in, kind of what you're in, talking about? In my about? perfect world, yeah, he'd be occasionally referenced. Like, right. Because, like, I think, first off, I think having two people interview one person is the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. That's why I we think, don't interview Zach when he comes on the podcast. True. <laughs> true. Like, I think, because, like, Sebastian is like, what am I going to be doing during the, during the interview? Because he wants to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that the best way to do it is to just have one person do the interview. Because the best interviews are ones where there's a real connection. And it's super hard for one guy coming on a show to connect with two guys hosting. Right. That's why um, I have a very similar vision to what you do in this. And that's why when we were designing the new set, I wanted the co-host to be like off the set, off Mm -hmm. the main set. And then we just like catch him with the camera when he chimes in. So it's, it's not like somebody being bombarded by two people. And then we don't have to figure out like, Mm -hmm. where's the co-host going to sit. Yeah, that makes sense. And stuff like that. But people had other visions and but the thing is, I feel like it's a lot of people agree with our vision and it's he's frustrated with it. Right. Because he got the job and now he wants to be a bigger part of it. But he next semester, he's going to be the host. Right. And so I think what it might come down to is I'm just going to talk to him about it because mm-hmm. I keep trying to talk to him. But every time it gets rushed or differences get brought up and then he's like, I just disagree with that idea. Maybe um, you... Him, Ellie, and myself should mm-hmm. sit down and discuss that. Yeah, try to figure it yeah. out. Um, but enough about Sebastian. We got Zach Alexander in, <laughs> the, in the house. Yeah, for a couple more minutes. Yeah, what are you, you doing here in Franklin? Uh, I had a meeting with Nelly mm. about our uh, IP pitches tomorrow. Ooh, your IP. Actually, it's not tomorrow. It's uh, Saturday and Sunday. Oh, are you in a group? Yeah. Whose IP are you going with? Nelly's. Nelly's. Yeah, it's about a... Uh, Is it just you and her? No, it's me, her, and uh, a guy named Lucas. Mm. And the story that we're going with is um, she found an article about a mobster's son who turned his dad in and then, like, fled to Indianapolis. Really? Yeah. And he, like, he's working at a halfway house or something like that. He went into witness protection pro- into the witness protection program, mm-hmm. and then he signed out of it the same day that his dad got out of prison. His dad was only in prison for seven years. But he was 93 when he went in, and now he's 100. Really? Yeah. And so he went to see him, and his dad was, like, super loving, mm. um, which he wasn't expecting because his dad sent out, like, a murder on him right. um, when he put him in prison. So, Interesting. Yeah. So we're trying to figure out a way to uh, pitch it so that it's not another Martin Scorsese film. Yeah. And that it's, like, genuine and interesting, so. Prodigal Son mobster film. <laughs> yeah. I, I would focus heavily on witness protection. Yeah. Well, she, the way she like explained it to me, she said, uh, it reminded her of like Goodfellas meets Prodigal Son. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. yeah. So we're trying to figure out a, a good way to pitch that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, hot take though. I feel like you're a really bad mobster if you get caught and you're only in there for seven years. Yeah. I don't really know how that. Or you have a really good legal team. Or I- what they got. Well, maybe we don't know exactly what he got caught with. Right. Or what kind of mobster he was. Maybe he was like Webkin's. I mean, if you guys are interested, I could send you the article, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Seven years seems like really short. Yeah. Yeah. But it might be because he was like 93 or whatever. Maybe, maybe it was like, a he's going to die. Yeah. This, maybe this guy's dead. Like, I don't think I don't they do that. I feel like they would. I personally don't think they do that in prison. You know, I've never so? been to prison, but I don't think they're like, oh, this guy's <laughs> old. We'll let him off easy. He's getting close to his expiration date. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just cut him. I don't know. Cut them loose. Just cut them a little loose. Cut them all yeah, easy. Yeah. 
Well, if he's out right now, maybe we should get him on not too late. I think he might have passed away now. Oh, good. His his uh his son is still alive though. Really? Yeah. I don't know if he still lives in Indiana, but you think he's still he's still a mobster. Uh, I don't know. His son seemed really like, um, like he didn't want to be a part of it, and he was really worried that uh, the mob was after him the entire time. And that's right. why he went into the witness protection program. Makes sense. Um, and he said that he had like nightmares every night about like what it would be like if they just found him. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. well, that sounds fun. Good place to hide, Indianapolis. If I was trying to yeah. murder somebody for a large sum of money, uh, you couldn't pay me enough to go into Indianapolis. Indianapolis yeah, is a pretty nice place. <laughs> I mean, it's a. It, I'm serious. It's, it's not a terrible it's, it's city. It's a good one, Vadger. It, it's a. It's not a terrible city. No, uh, it's just not the most interesting place. But it's a good place to hide, I think, because yeah, you wouldn't really think like, oh, where am I going to hide? Indianapolis. Did you guys I hear would... about the big circus fire? No, I did not. This is quite the transition. It was intense. Okay. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. What happened? <laughs> 42 spectators died <laughs> wow um, but yeah so I gotta get out of here pretty soon um, Where you I should to? probably leave now I am going to my World War 2 class because Ooh. your boy decided that he wanted to take his global civic cultures class his last semester of college right. trying to be like right. Bryce yeah know a little bit too much about the Nazis a little bit yeah <laughs> this class is intense though really it's pretty wild like what's the, it called um, it's, uh, the history of World War II and its people, I think, something like that. Cool. World War II, colon, whodunit. Yeah, that, that's it. No, but uh, the, uh, the first day we talked about, um, actually, no, not, yeah, it was the first day we talked about, like, uh, soldiers fighting the Japanese and, uh, how they had to be really, really quiet when they were in the forest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, during that time they had to lay down on the ground and, like, not make any noise right. or move. And sometimes... Soldiers would be eaten by tigers, and they couldn't do anything about it. They just had to sit there. That's crazy. You couldn't even fart. Have you seen nope. Have you seen Band of Brothers? I don't think so. You should. You should watch it. Yeah. Have it's, you seen the Naked Brothers Band? The Naked Brothers Band? Very similar to Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers. Have you seen it, Tucker? Yes. Absolutely incredible. I, I might have seen it, but I'm um, not sure. And it, it's what makes the series is that they have um, interviews with the people who are being portrayed. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It's so cool. The last, um, the last war uh, movie I saw was 1917. Yeah. And then before that, Fury. I um, didn't like 1917 that much. Really? The story I was, did. The, the, the story, I think they bet it all on the fact that it looked like it was one shot. And they were like, yeah, I guess the story doesn't have to be that good. Yeah, I guess I the dialogue it. and script <laughs> doesn't have to be that good. Did you, did you see that? I've, I still haven't seen it. I want to, but like... It was one of those things where it came out, and I was like, I want to go see it, but... I've been itching for a, a movie that I like to come out. I've been mm-hmm. itching. I saw Knives Out, and it was so good. I heard it was good. Knives Out was my movie of the year last year. Really? I, I officially yeah. decided it. I think Us us almost won. Us was so good. Did you uh, ever see The Irishman? I did. What do you think about that? I fell asleep twice watching it. It is start. so like, that that I I'd hate to say it, but that movie sucked. That like, movie wasn't good. It like it's long, like it, I mean it's three and a half hours long, mm. which like yeah it's a long movie, but it just feels longer than that because it's just a slow burn. It's yeah. okay, but here's the but thing. there's no like real big finish. In yeah, my opinion. I was gonna say like people are like oh you just don't like it because you don't like movies with slow burns, and I go I, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a movie with a slow burn. But I walked away from that movie feeling fully satisfied yeah. because mm-hmm. it, there was a good payoff. 
This movie didn't have a good payoff. No, spoil. don't mean to spoil it, but he just shoots Jimmy Hoffa in the head and goes, oh, no, I shot my friend, and then leaves. <laughs> and then the movie is over, and it's such a waste of time. Yeah. If I fall asleep once during a movie, it's bad. If I fall asleep twice during it, you shouldn't have made it, and that movie is not good. Wow. It was, a, it was there bad. There were some pretty good comedic moments in that movie. There were, it, there oh, were yeah. a few funny. Yeah, I yeah. love, I, I adore Joe Pesci. I oh, adore Joe Pesci. He's so funny. Oh, my God, but that movie was just bad yeah it was a long one i watched it at night too so really yeah oh, wow. i was laying in my bed watching it it's just mm. kind of a snooze fest a little bit wow yeah i had my my oreos i was just chilling <sighs> well i could i could go on and on about how i really enjoyed star wars and avengers last year but it seems like zach has to leave i do i gotta get out of here um, and i have to go shower and get ready for my class um, oh are, we, are you guys wrapping it up right now yeah we're wrapping we are, it up. oh okay um so Zach, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, <laughs> Stan Luna. I don't know what that is. No, but I, I don't. I don't. Um, I have something. Thank you for plug. having me on, though. All right. Uh, Tyler, I have something to you plug. Uh, everybody, buy some canned goods just in case and some bottled water. Uh, the coronavirus is going to kill us all. All right. Cool. Um, well, if you're interested <laughs> in buying canned goods, um, go to Kroger. And donate some also. No. That. <laughs> why would you why would you tell people to go buy some and then also <laughs> donate, donate? <laughs> be a good person get some good karma so you don't get killed alright everybody thank you for watching Tucker and Pat Patrick and Tucker's Power Hour with special surprise guest Zach Alexander <laughs> Uh, tune in next week when we talk about <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. Yeah, see you guys next week. Later. Later.